Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah. Do you think if a chimp started coming after you, could you take it one on one? I'm up for any f***ing challenge. <laughs> I used to be 97 kilograms. What's that? 214 pounds. I wanted pounds. to ask about this. I was just a f***ing bull. Like, <laughs> Is everything in Australia trying to kill you? There are a lot of things that will f*** you up. Sharks, sure. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out for them too. Yeah. <laughs> when Brian Ortega was choking you. Obviously, tapping was just never an option. Is that true? Yeah, never an option. His arms are going to gas out or I'd die. Like literally, that's a... Uh, <laughs> You're my homie. I expect you to get it. Hey. Actually, I don't know where those fingers have been. Hey. hey. Actually, I don't know where that idea has been. Come on, open uh, up. I don't know open where that higher regency club room card has been. Uh, uh, it's right. That's the tooth. You got no, it. No, no, no. But that is the tooth. Because I can't go a whole podcast with that. With that. In it there. is. It is very small. Like I mean, bro. It's like almost non-existent. Oh man. Oh no. This is like we need some floss to. Oh. No, but it's so small, bro. Like, yeah, you're not. Is there anything worse? Thanks for being a homie and telling me. Yeah, I wish. But we if you were, were a real wish, homie, you'd get I it. I wish we were on the show. Is there any chance we could? Are Are we on the show? No, I don't think so. Oh, for how oh, long? I could have. Oh, I was about to say some sush. So they got it. They got everything just now. Wait, do they have the part before? They got a minute. No, not the not the, when I not when I grab his. The, the part where he. Never mind. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you. It's just not. It's not actually. And I can't keep saying it with my whole heart. What's this? What's the I, metric? What's the metric for success? That's where we always come back to. Holy shit. We just had in the past couple months, Kevin Hart, Ice Cube, fucking Izzy. Like, what's the metric for success? David Blaine. Blaine. Yeah. I'm mean, so, okay. We're the number one podcast in the world. Like what, bro? Fuck off. What do you want? Well, who do you want? Hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed. Uh, we got a slew of amazing guests, as usual. These ones have housed themselves in Puerto Rico. And uh, we had Israel Adesanya on the podcast, one of the best fighters in the world. And uh, we'll bring up the next best fighter in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the current UFC featherweight champion. He's one of the toughest guys, if not the toughest guy in the sport. I've been a fan of him for a very long time. He's one of the first two official prime athletes. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Yeah. I always mess it up at the end. Do you, know, do you notice that? What up, gangster? How are you, bro? How are you? So the headphones, the headphones are optional. It's a good option. No, it's no. Volk, Volk, it's a good option. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. then you can hear every little fucking weird thing that goes on in the back of his throat. You know oh, what I'm right. saying? It's, like, it's definitely loud. Yeah. If it's too loud, <laughs> fuck Sorry, it. Sorry, were you rather more? No, 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 no. We don't give a shit. Okay. We don't sweet. give a shit. Just make sure the mic is uh, somewhat. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll blow your ears off. I'm. <laughs> I'm allowed. Good, good, it's good. European in me, you know? You, you cannot be louder than Michael. It's impossible. Okay, <laughs> it's impossible. Hey, do you want your belt back? <laughs> no, nah, go for it. It looks good on you. It looks good on you. I just realized. I'm like, why am I holding this? Dude, thanks for coming to Puerto Rico. No worries at all. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I can't believe you did that. You guys had such a long travel, like 35 hours of just flight to flight to flight, and you have a fight coming up in July 8th. July 8th, yes. Defending yes, so your title. Defending the belt. Yeah, so going back, uh, obviously, down to Featherweight and... Uh, you know, yeah, because uh, we had your 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 year, your year, what was it always year, yeah, year, 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 Rodriguez had him uh fight obviously for the interim belt, and then now uh show him that I'm the you know obviously the real champ. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I I just learned 
that you get a new ruby mm-hmm. every time you defend your title. Yep, there's a few on there. We need a few more. Bro, I can't believe you've done it five it's times. Like a, it's like the Infinity Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is, eh? Get them vibes. These belts are so heavy, and I, I, every time I hold one, I just I want one, and I'll never get one, <laughs> ever. I, I just feel like, I don't know, you're the best in the world at what you do. I got to experience it, it this morning. You it was heard, good. Good you, little uh, session we got in, didn't you, we? You are so strong. For a little fellow, eh? Dog. <laughs> I, it's like I knew it. I knew it going into it. I've even said it. I, on yeah, this, I was going to say that. It's going to be beautiful. On this very podcast. That's one? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I, I've said it before. I was like, before I even knew you, I, and and one of the first fights that I saw of you that um, impressed me, I, I, I had the feeling, the instinct to speak on it because I could tell how fiery you were. I think it was actually the first time you like popped on the scene for okay, me. Yeah. I'm usually a little late on the bandwagon, mm-hmm. but um, man, you are so strong and like dominant and you put me in a, a body lock and I felt like you could have tightened your legs so much and literally split me in half. <laughs> I'm not doing BJJ again, bro. Take, take <laughs> could, you, could you have done that? Could you have split him in half with your... So, well, that was... Uh, you talking about the, the body lock we got? The, the body, 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 body Dude, triangle? We were, we were drilling this body triangle. It's where, it's where you have someone in your Ooh. legs and you, you, you hold them like this. And he goes, yeah, no, my legs are short. I don't really do the body triangle often. Then when we actually go to do it, <laughs> it literally almost kills me with the body triangle. But that's it. Like when I do get on, as I said, when I do get on, same as even, even with the triangle, if I get these little legs, they're harder to do things. But when they lock up, they lock up. Good. Yeah, because I have a skinny so, waist. Yeah, so we're, we're wrapped around it pretty easy. Like, I mean, like when I, I didn't realize, obviously I knew that you were going to be tall. I knew that you were obviously big. But then when we were wrestling, we were standing up. I was like, oh, shit. No, he's big but it doesn't matter jujitsu is like a whole nother beast that's like I, I was telling izzy that's the one discipline i just you don't want to fight a guy in the street who knows jujitsu you don't want to fight a guy in the street who knows jujitsu knows how to kick and knows how to strike like you do so that's it why once you, you shape up you're in there yeah, you want to go and they just drop to their ass and do the butt scoot towards you like get the <laughs> fuck out of here going anywhere near you cauliflower ears and yeah, she's yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah. off that's like the telltale sign if, if you're about to get in a street fight with the dude with cauliflower don't ear, do it don't just don't do it, <laughs> don't it, do it. it was funny when we we're in thailand uh, we're at a uh, pp island and they got that you know they got that uh pub where you can fight they get uh, guys in the ring just oh, yeah, piss yeah. the reggae bar there's piss, piss heads uh yeah just show up and fight yeah you can go there they just get some of the piss heads uh, drinking and then they'll oh. just fight make them fight. do you have to sound oh. like a waiver something or? Uh, i don't even think that that's not me like, <laughs> anything goes over there so you end up uh they they're coming around again people they come up to me and they're like oh you and they look at my ear and they're like oh, no, <laughs> you're not allowed in there you know what i mean so it's uh, obviously a good uh yeah, good sign no for real and you've always been a tough guy that's the one thing when i watch you fight i notice how tough you are uh when you escaped ortega's choke brian ortega was choking you he said mm-hmm. he heard you gurgling mm-hmm. was the word he used and then you went, you came back, and you won that fight. I knew in my head that this dude was going to be a force to be reckoned reckon with for a while. Have you always been tough? I know you did rugby before MMA, but how? Yeah, man. Like, uh, I think I've always, I've always been like a pretty resilient dude, durable. You know, yeah. obviously strong. Obviously, my techniques are up there now as well. Like, uh, so I've got very well rounded. My striking's right up there. But I've always been gritty, hardworking sort of a mm. guy. That was a good example of it. So that's where a lot of people, yeah, that's because a lot of people like, you know, what made you, you know, what made you the champ? What made you like who you are today? I'm like, I just point at that pretty much and be like, that's the guy, you know, that's the guy that turns up in the gym every time. Like just never give up attitude and, you know, problem solving is like, fuck, just do what you got to do to get out of fucking this, you know, and I, I won't look for any other option other than 
you know, do something fuck about it. You know, that's just how I've always been in that mentality and, and that's who shows up in the gym every day too. But why? But why? Was it your papa? Uh, me, uh, that's it's funny because uh, as you go through your career and the more I, I, I learn about the sport and you know everything i've just you know, from a small town didn't know too much you learn more about life you learn more about yourself and like i'm still trying to figure it all out right but i think it's everything you know uh, the way i was brought up uh you know me and my brother always in you know, a punching on i'm not punching on but you know yeah, doing yeah, your yeah. wwe yeah, smashing each course. other and <laughs> uh just yeah, all the life experiences, everything has uh, sort of molded me in that. Maybe it was in the blood as well, you know. You just ne you never know, but it's definitely something that's always been there even when I played rugby league. That's what I was going to ask you. How much does – in America, like, we're not – we don't even fucking know rugby. It, like, like mm. some people know what it is, but it's not like a dominant sport here. And I know you mm. – you, you sick <laughs> <laughs> It's a, It's big you over mad, there. You mad Yeah. Good good. Like, <laughs> you play a are you talking about are you talking about on the field or off the field no no, like, no i just mean like you guys <laughs> you guys play a, a shit ton of rugby it's a yeah. huge fucking game down there do you think uh that that uh rugby background like also influenced your your desire to yeah for sure that's what i mean by life experience like through, you know through sport you know i mean uh, my brother just beating each other all that all that but uh yeah definitely even the position i played i used to be 97 kilograms what's that 214 i pounds. wanted to ask about this 214 pounds so i was uh, you know NFL you got the blockers right like they're big you know I was pretty much playing that type of position where usually the guys are you know twice the size of fucking me that's anyway. heavier than me yeah 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 so like, yeah, I used to be yeah. that's my that's my way I was just a fucking I was just a fucking ball like literally just is, a ball is that uh, <laughs> is that the toughest sport in terms of like actual the toughest team sport in terms of actual like uh, aggressiveness and, and violence I mean, like it's I guess all contact sports going to be pretty brutal, but it's definitely up there. You know, you, you know, obviously NFL and all that. That's still going to be pretty brutal, but you know, you don't get Pass. like it's just you know. But it's always it's always going like it doesn't. You don't get like certain plays. It's just nonstop you know action and just running into brick walls pretty much. So it's pretty pretty physical. Uh, I even uh, do a bit of the wrestling with the guys, and we bring them in. And sometimes I watch the training session. I'm like, fuck, I'm glad I'm not doing that shit anymore as well. But you know, it's funny I say that yet. I kill myself in the gym when I'm when I'm training myself as well. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a pretty physical sport. How are you still working as hard as you should be in a training camp while doing all this traveling? Like, I mean, bro, thirty five hours of travel, multiple airport stops. Your team lost their bags here. Like, I, I, I'm I'm confused how you're able to to do this at at full capacity. Yeah, man. Like, uh, well, we'll just do what we got to do. Like, I, I I made sure that I got a couple of uh, really hard sessions before I come here. Um, obviously we've got the session in, uh, today. I'll make sure I get a solid one in, uh, tomorrow and then, yeah, we'll, we'll make a word work. So I've just, uh, because you're right back in the day, probably a couple of years ago, I probably wouldn't do it. I'll be thinking, oh, you know, everything needs to be perfect, perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Like you think everyone's looking for that perfect camp, mm -hmm. which is a load of fucking shit. You, you're, ne you're never going to get a perfect camp, right? Like it's a, always injury, something going on and, uh, you learn more, more about that, get more confidence and, and knowing that you can still do stuff, you know, obviously, uh, you know, you want to use with no being successful. Sometimes you need to, you know, you need to stay busy. You need to do what you need to do. But yeah, we made sure we had time for it. And obviously, you guys, uh, uh, we wanted to come meet you and, and catch up. And you've uh, been great. Game of this fucking thing Let's too. Go, man. How baby. about that, dude, man? Look dude, at that. I, See I that can't thing? believe it. I cannot Fuck believe it. Hell. We've been we've been a fan of you guys for so long, for so long. And Prime has been making you know some notable waves, but. We have always been looking to get into the athlete space and have been very, 
very particular with who we wanted to stamp. Floated a lot of names by us. And we, when we found out that you guys were equally as interested in us as we were in you, it was a 100% green light for me. And the fact that you guys are here and we got to train with you and that now you're, again, the official prime athlete. Like, come on, bro. I've been talking about you guys forever. You and Izzy. Yeah, good, huh? you, you, you guys train together regularly? Like, you guys are basically same yeah, we, team? Well, same man. manager? Well, like, it's a d different gyms, but like uh, like affiliate gyms in there. So I'm okay. in Australia. He's in New Zealand. But uh, I, I used to train there a heap at uh, City Kickboxing. We obviously still... Uh, Cross training, I still go there here and there as well. And I've been training with him back in Thailand. I was training with him, psh, would have been ages ago as well. So we've uh, been training uh, with each other for for a very long time. But we, we're obviously we're obviously close as well. So does it shock you when guys like Chris Hemsworth, you know, a uh, a hero, especially in your country, and a hero in Marvel movies? <laughs> Comes up to you at the airport, takes a photo with you guys, and like hard posts it on his Instagram. Yeah, man, it's uh, it is unreal. It's, it, it was funny because I went and watched. I think it was Izzy, Izzy, and it must have been Anderson Silva. He was there and uh, he was watching. Mm. So I ended up jumping in a van, and this was uh, I think before I even got the the, the belt. And uh, he's walking past, and then I'm like, "Oh, how good's that?" And he sees me, comes in, goes, "Oh, I was hoping you'd be in the on the card." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I was just uh, blown away. But he's a big fan of uh, UFC, so you know, catch, uh, it's, I've caught up with him a couple of times, and he's always uh, takes the time to say hello and that. So he's a yeah, he's a solid dude. He seems like it, and he seems like a tough guy as well. Seems like a guy who could be doing UFC if he wasn't so goddamn good looking, and good at acting. Yeah, yeah. But it's got to be cool to receive recognition from you know, your your peers who are the most successful in the world at what they do, when did you realize that this was, oh, I'm a, I'm a tough guy and I'm kind of good at this to, holy shit, I'm like one of the best in the world and people are recognizing that? Man, it's a, uh, I think after the Chad Mendes fight was really when we'll, you know, because he's fought the best, mm -hmm. you know, and he's he was he was up there and the, obviously that was the biggest challenge to date and I was like, uh, and once I, you know, took him out in the, the second round, I think it was, I was like, all right, this is uh, yeah, this is good. Even even Joe was like, "Oh fuck, we've done something." This is Chad Mendes. It was funny. It was after that he ended up messaging me, and I was like, "Oh no, fucking!" I was like, "Fanboy," I just beat him, and I'm like, "Fucking fanboy," and I'm like, "Oh fucking Chad Mendes is fucking messaging." Me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, he was uh, probably then. That's when I started real. Oh, in the gym, I've always been confident. You knew, knew I had it, but that was probably a bit of an eye opener for me and for for the world as well. Yeah, I think usually there's a moment for people where they're like, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm on to something. <laughs> we are proud to introduce a brand new partner to the show, one my girlfriend and my mom might be happy about. We're talking jewelry. Blue Nile. I love shopping online. Is there anything you can't buy? You can find just about everything and buy it more easily and conveniently than ever. And you might think that's not the case when it comes to something as personal as your engagement ring. But yes, with Blue Nile, it's true. With Blue Nile's build your own engagement ring option with overnight shipping, it will have you wondering why you ever thought that. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler. Since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. And not just engagement rings, they have it all. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to using the highest ethical standards when sourcing their diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile off also offers a diamond price guarantee, which means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. When you commit to a piece, so does Blue Nile. 
You get guaranteed service and repair for life. And in most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. Your ring and your secret are safe. Every Blue Nile order is insured and arrives in packaging that won't give away what's inside. And if your purchase isn't perfect, there's no problem. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. So if you're thinking about using a, getting a gift for that special someone or even treating yourself, use Blue Nile. <clears throat> right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with the code LOGAN at BlueNile.com. Dang. $50 off with code LOGAN at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Shout out Blue Nile. Back to the show. Back to this thing. I was just playing ping pong out the back there. And like obviously getting into it because I'm fucking competitive at everything I fucking do. So we go on there and jumping around. This thing comes around like it's solid. Comes around and gets me boom right in there. Like, drew blood and everything. It's a solid piece of- Are you uh, serious? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good thing. I'm just saying that's solid, yeah? Well, that's, that's, that's good. That's good, yeah? It oh, split me, mate. It split me. Yeah. The prime chain made you bleed? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's not, my, not, not my intention. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's uh, pulled out from uh, July 8th from uh, <laughs> Prime's fault. Lacerations to his face. I, I wish I could come to the fight, man. The last fight that, that we were at mm -hmm. was your fight. Yep. Came to Australia to announce the that was the last UFC event you were at. Uh, yep. No, it's not true. We were at 287. I lied. Okay. Just now. But, but, just now I lied. It's <laughs> but, what I did. But yeah, we were at 284 for the Islam fight. How do you remember these numbers, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Scrolling through. Listen, Wikipedia. man, I do this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we were we were at that fight, and I think along with everybody else, we were a little bummed about the the decision. It was horseshit, yeah. bulk. It was yeah, horseshit. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. No, it's. The whole thing, right? Me moving up, you know, challenging myself, wanted to, you know, have my moment in Australia. Haven't been in Australia, fought in Australia for how long? Haven't defended the belt, haven't been able to do that. And then, you know, have a fight like that and then finish like I did and then think like, we're going to have this fucking moment, right? Like, yeah. let, let's do it. You that know, ready it. for it. And it just taken away from me. So I was uh, pretty fucking disappointed with that as everyone else was there, as I'm sure you would have heard. We, but, no, um, we, we were. We were. Yeah. You no, know, we're not. We're not even. Yeah, we're seen, not from seen, there. Yeah, I've seen know, the videos seen, of uh, you getting, getting I, into it as well. I was upset for a while. I have a, I have a really serious problem with judging. Oh, yeah? in, in combat sports. Well, uh, do you have pers like a personal experience or like a personal vendetta with ju judging problems? Or I have vendettas with the refs. But <laughs> that's a that's a personal. Forget about all that. All right. <laughs> nah, fuck you, Jack Reese. No, no, shout out Jack Reese. <laughs> Jack Reese, shout out to you because without you, we would not have Prime, and without Prime, we wouldn't have Alexander Volkanovsky. So, um, no, no, no. Isn't it just? It's shocking to me how judges uh, can subjectively decide who wins a fight on criteria that not really is understood yeah like like what why in that fight because you outstruck him you mm -hmm. outlanded him in a massive way did yep. massive did he come out victorious because even the takedowns because he did have more control mm -hmm. on the ground but he didn't do anything with them. Yep. there was no damage done so what's why well that's it right yeah it goes by damage and he obviously got takedowns but they he wasn't really doing much with it so that's why a lot of people were, were pretty mad. But going by the scoring criteria, they still f believed, uh, you know, I won anyway. The, it's that 10 must system, right? Like uh, that boxing, yeah. Um, which say the second round was a close round, you know, like some people give it to him, some yeah. people give it to me. Yeah. But then you've got that, the fifth round, round where five, oh, yeah. I drop him, I end up like just punching him through the canvas yeah. for the last fucking uh, minute. And that's scored the same. Scored the same. Yeah, that's, that's like, bullshit. you know, that he's the second round that people thought I won anyway. 
was, uh, you know, was worth just as much as my last round. So it's just a, it's a tricky one to, to go off because you get some that are really significant rounds for someone and then one that was, you know, 50-50, we don't know, and then all of a sudden someone's winning because they had a couple of rounds like that where this guy kicked his ass for the other few as well. So it's 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 a it's, I don't know. There's it's out, I guess it's outdated. It, I, I think it needs so, to be overhauled. I think I think after Boxing this after my, this Haney, you know, yeah. experience that like, pissed me off too, dude. Haney did not win the fight, and I like Devin Haney, but he just did not win the fight, and everyone knows it. It's a it comes down to that, that that as well. Like obviously in boxing, you got a lot more rounds, so it's you might not see it as much. As effective, yeah. but that was a good case where there were so many 50-50 rounds or very close rounds. And then there was more significant rounds for Loma, which makes you believe, ah, oh, Loma definitely won, right? Like, then you've got to go to these, oh, you know, but, and then 50-50s, were they just giving it to Haney? Like, you don't know. But and, again, then, and then the other factors come into play is like, yo, like what's what's influencing these judges? Like, and, and you know, we don't have to get into that, but it's just, it, it feels like a really outdated system that needs mm -hmm. overhaul, especially for sports that are so in the zeitgeist. And haven't had any kind of like, you know, real change. And they seem like they could be malleable. Like it seems like there could be a, 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 some sort of change affected. Yeah. You know? Well, I think uh, I think something needs, uh, needs to happen. Obviously, it's, it's people are always talking about it. They always want to, they think they, you know, everyone thinks they've, they've got the right idea for it. You know, they've got the answer. But it would be hard to find the exact answer. You're going to bring in something that might work here and then might not work somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. It's going to be tricky. But I mean, I feel like judging overall has to you know what i mean if you're, you're gonna go to these rounds and be like oh i don't know well i'll just give it to him you know like and then you're like fuck they can really uh, mess things up but going overall like if you everyone knows if that fight goes overall like how they used to do it in other organizations or uh you know in yeah other even other sports maybe but clearly you would give it to me and everyone would be like oh and alex definitely won won that fight but i mean going by the scoring criteria was a bit closer but you know we still think it was anyway it also tricky it, it also it is tricky i feel like being a judge in general is probably a pretty tricky job especially yeah. when there are close fights and and having that much uh pressure to judge it correctly because at the end of the day you're a human watching a fight real time and mm. your even position around the ring is going to change your perspective on what you're yeah. seeing um and i imagine Going through that loss, having the uh, pun intended seatbelt of still being a champion yep. in in another weight class was was nice. But um, did you find that it was demotivating at all? Like, was the, the disappointment strike you in a way that you hadn't felt before? I don't know. Losing sucks, you know what I mean. I you know, yeah. even though uh, everyone was, you know, my stocks, you know, wouldn't have uh, declined from that. You know, obviously everyone still, uh, you know, thought I won and. Everyone was like congratulating me, which was, I was like sitting there going, yeah. I fucking lost. What do you mean? Like you can't, you know, they're going, yeah, but that's bullshit. It. You know, you, yeah. you wonder it. It's a, uh, so it was tricky, but it did make it easier. The fact that it was uh, so close. Everyone thought, and when I still had the pound for pound spot and we're probably going to do the rematch anyway. So that's what, uh, you know, that makes it easy for me. Oh, it just adds to the story. We yeah. move on, you know, like you've got to, you've got to move forward, right? And just not play on. Oh, yeah, obviously it sucks, but I'll get the rematch. I'll win. And then uh, we'll make a bigger, bigger fight, and a, you know, big, big ending to that story anyway. So uh, you, yeah. you, you DM me, uh, well, we were DMing, and one of the messages you sent was uh, something like, "At the end of the year, I want to have both the championship belts on my shoulder with the prime in my hand." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I see the vision, bro. Two, two belts, two primes. Right so there, sick, know? so <laughs> sick, man. Nah, like you, ha you have something very special. And like I said, we we are so excited to have you on the team. Um, are you ever scared? Because like even Islam, man, that's a, yeah. that's, a, that's a demon. 
And, you know, not, not scared of a, you'll never be scared of a, a person. It's just maybe scared of losing, maybe scared of, uh, you know, like, and he might catch me and all. I'm not scared of actually getting hit or anything like that. What fuck, you don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm all good with that. But uh, the fact of lo- losing is always going to play in your mind. It's always going to be something that you've got there. It's like, all right, make sure, you know, we take these fucking opportunities away from them. But uh, yeah, I, but at the same time, I love the the challenge as well. So these are guys that are bigger threats and the bigger threat of me losing as well. I'm going to be confident, but at the same time, that cha- you know the challenge excites me, and yeah, that's a it makes me it makes me better. I know uh, I know I'm going to you know rise up to that occasion. Like that's why I wanted that fight because it wasn't just me just moving up, which is going to be hard anyway, right? Then you probably had what everyone was saying the you know stylistically worst matchup for me. Not only this guy was bigger, now I'm getting a guy that's absolutely dominates in that position and he's bigger you get what i mean so it's like a bad choice for you to move up take on someone bigger and his game be totally using sort of uh, his size strength and you know that's what his uh, game's based on right but i mean i loved it i was like you know everyone was doubting me and all that and i was one thing uh it sort of it was annoying at some at stages where people like i would have people the media like they'll hit up hit me up and be like you know why are you doing this and you know like sort of like trying to talk me out of it and I'm just like, uh, I was getting obviously annoyed. I'm just sitting there going, fucking like, here you, everyone in the world, you see him like, you know, the quotes and the memes and all that talking about, you know, the quotes are saying like, you know, challenge yourself and, you know, be comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to sit there and go, he's all full of fucking shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time someone does it, you want to sit there and go, why the fuck you doing it? Because I want to challenge that? myself. Yeah. I want to make myself better. And I know it will. And it, and it did. It, it definitely, I did obviously rise to the occasion. It made me better. Uh, made me uh, stronger. And again, I'll get that fucking win back. And yeah. then, uh, it's going to add to that story. But you it, need it in Australia. Yeah, you tell it. those motherfuckers that's a stipulation <laughs> of the fight because I know how bad you wanted that shit at home. Bro. Yeah, exactly. You had all or, the Aussies in the fucking or I beat him wherever, and then if the trilogy has to happen, I do that in Australia. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, because you don't get to make the stipulations after after you. What's that? Sorry, you don't get to make the stipulations. Oh, after I mean, him. like, uh, I he, I'm. I don't know if he's going to even take the fight now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, I'm sure he's trying to run away from the fight, but fighting me in Australia again, I don't think he would want that. Because I had a question about that. Does he, or or is there like, does that like fighter's honor exist in him where he's like, no, fuck that. Like, I want to actually win the fight. You know what I'm saying? Where he's like, or is he, is he going to run or is he going to tr- come to try back, come back and actually try and get it? You know what I'm depends saying? Like, on really the, finish it. I it think, depends on the person. I right? think he's probably going to want you to come to Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, like, where's he from? Well, like I in, think I uh, fucked Abu Dhabi, up. As it was mentioned, where's he maybe? from? Where's he, we need to know where he's from right now. He's a Dag- Dagestan. 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 Oh, Dagestan. Excuse me, Dagestan. Yeah, Dagestan. Like, I don't know if they'll, they'll have an event there, but I mean, that's why they always go to Abu Dhabi. They always fight there as well. Yeah, so no. Dagestan. So that's sort of, and I'm pretty sure they have a, an event there almost every year. E- and they need they need your like Islam and a couple of the the guys that to drive cars. I think. Yeah. yeah. You said something I I, I think is important about uh, you know. The cliche quotes, get comfortable being uncomfortable, yeah. challenge yourself. And then <laughs> whenever anyone does it, the media is like, what are you doing? Are you, are you crazy? Why are you, why are you doing that? Like when you go outside of uh, traditional norms and you really try to push yourself and break boundaries, it shocks mm-hmm. people. Um, when I took on the Floyd fight, I had a journalist that looked me in the eyes and, and, and I could tell he was sincere in what he was saying. He he he. Couldn't understand why I was doing this. He goes, statistically, he's never lost. Do you really think you can beat him? I was like, yeah, yes, dude. That's why I'm here. He goes, yeah, but 
looking at his record, like he's 50, you know, the statistics, and I go, dude, if I let statistics rule the decisions mm -hmm. that I made in my life, I would be nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's outliers like you who do challenge the t statistics and the tr traditional norms who end up doing great things in life. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you, Volk. Yeah. And I know you're going to get that shit back. Fuck yeah. And that, that's with what you're saying, that's with everything, with being successful in anything in life, right? Like there's going to be challenges in whatever you do. You know, you're going to have to sometimes, you know, challenge yourself, you know, push them boundaries. And that's how you figure shit out. That's how you, again, that's how you evolve, whether it's a company or whatever it is. Like you're going to have to, you know, branch out and do, do what you've got to do. But, yeah, again, it, it was uh, like annoying me. I was uh, at one stage, I think it was fight week, and I was like literally going to go to the press conference and just be like, he's all full of fucking shit. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what up. I mean? Like, because everyone was uh, literally trying to say, like, oh, you're mad. Like, and I'm going, fuck. Like, I just, I didn't, it doesn't, I guess, that didn't make sense to me. It, it, it's it, like, why wouldn't I do this? Well, it doesn't make sense to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just, again, it's an opportunity. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you, I talk about having uh, my moment in Australia, which, again, it's, how much better would this fucking conversation be if I could just say, you know, no, I did have no, that. No, I just mean like, yeah, I know, but you know, then I could actually be like, yeah, I had my fucking moment. But so that was the whole point. Go over there, the, the unthinkable, like it would have been like the, the way people carrying on, the, the greatest feat the world's ever seen, like, you know, the way people were carrying on. And uh, again, that was an opportunity, opportunity for to really, you know, raise some eyebrows and, and really be like, fucking hell, that's big. You know, that's real big. Being double champ and doing it that way and, you know, so it was uh, something that again I looked at and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, this is uh, this is this is what I want." So when I, I wanted the belt, yeah, two belts either sh shoulder, it fucking looks good. But when it was Islam, and then uh, the challenge, I knew it was a challenge. I knew I I'm gonna have to step it up. That excited me more. I just, it wasn't about that second belt anymore. It was about proving everyone wrong and showing mm. that like fucking anything is possible. I'll fucking show you. Mm. Even this little fucking. Uh, here i'm gonna show you i'll fucking go there and i'll do it you know what i mean so uh but yeah again we thought we fucking did it but what do you do you have a lot of downtime in camps you're working hard in camps but you know you have, you have time to chill you ever watch netflix yeah yeah you have, you have you watched chimp empire on netflix i haven't actually i was just talking to easy about it. easy was a uh, flip it kev upset it's upside down flip it yeah he was telling me i haven't watched it. i'm gonna start watching it okay so 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 i mean chimp empire it's it's unbelievable. I experienced every emotion watching these chimpanzees run around in go-go. Uh, every emotion? Well, I didn't experience... Like, I, you nah, turned pretty on much, at some, any point? I wasn't turned on. <laughs> I think God gave up making chimp buttholes. I'll just say it. I'll just say it right there. Like, he made <laughs> these things, and when he got to the ass, he was, he was like, I don't have time. What, they don't have them? Just Google it. It'll haunt you. Here's where I'm going with this. No, because I, mean, I want to say okay, something. I want to know. Yeah. Is that legit? Or is there no, Bro, yo, no buttholes? Yo. Wait, what? The way... The <laughs> I don't know why I brought it here because I don't like like butthole talk per se, but the anatomy of a chimp's rear end is one of the most grotesque things you'll ever see. Really? There's no way to put it. It, really? lo it looks like an like an alien's like mouth maybe. Yeah. Like... I. I don't even I don't want to talk about it. I don't know why I brought it up. No. Well, you've seen well, it's only funny because you've seen what aliens look like. He has he has the only video of, no, it, of aliens. No, it's not true. Did you it's alleged. I've, I've seen, so yeah, okay. it, here's what so I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. See what yeah, happened okay. right there. Yeah, well, Quick because uh, I'm bought and sold by the government. Um <laughs> here's where I'm going with this. When I watched Chimp Empire with my girlfriend. The one thought that kept going through my mind is like, if a chimp attacked me, 
could I take could I take on this chip? The answer was always a resounding no. Do you think if a chimp started coming after you, Alexander Volkanovsky, could you take it one on one? No, nah, I actually know. I, I haven't watched chimp, uh, this uh, chimp empire, but I know enough about chimpanzees to know you don't fuck with them. Yeah, but so, you, but could you do it? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I'm just trying to be real with it. I want to just be like, yeah, fuck, I'm taking on anyone. But I've got told about. It. I remember, I remember hearing about chimpanzees. If a chimpanzee got out of a, a zoo, and let's say a lion, the lion, they wouldn't be too fussy. But if a chimpanzee got out. They would be fucking very worried because they'll just go and they'll fuck up everyone. Oh, yeah. And they said, like, they'll fuck up like 20 people, just poof, yeah. rip limbs off straight they away. They rip faces, they rip limbs. Yeah. So I knew that. So I know I won't feed a gym because I know I could rip my limbs literally no, off. And your face. They go after the face. We yeah. had one in Connecticut where I'm from and and, and it ripped the the care, the lady's but face. But hey, I'm up for any fucking challenge. So, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, fucking, about, How much does a chimp weigh? No, yeah, that's if what I'm saying. Dana, ask, Dana, Dana wants to bring class? a chimpanzee in, we can fucking make it happen. How many kilograms do you weigh? So I weigh in 65.8. So Yo, what's that? 145. A, a chimp, male adult, 60 kg. Fucking, we can do it. Oh, that's <laughs> just, is that the same class? You is that the same weight class? Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's the same weight class. Nah, because like, I don't know. I don't know. When, when I look at you, you you feel like a dude that can take on anything. Adolescent big cats. No, what about uh, a roux? Badgers. What about a roux? I mean, like, I could take on a roux fucking if I could. But have other, you seen like the... Uh, which kind mate, of I've seen, I've seen the the big reds. Yeah, and mate, like you see them like this, they go like that. They got proper biceps, yeah. and they got chest like pecs. They, I've seen them smoke. They smoke <laughs> cigarettes and shit. Yeah, they look like they go to the bar, getting bar fight. Like they're fucked. You up. You see them like they just in the casuals, just like scratching themselves like this, but they're fucking staunch like this. Are the Australians are like six foot uh, tall? The big reds are Australians a different breed. Including the ruse, like what's going on in that country? Yeah, can we it, stay on Australia for a second? Because that was the biggest W for me coming out of, out of that fight. It's was definitely they're different. Yeah, we're definitely different. I reckon. Like that's when you were talking about like um yeah rugby league players and like sport, uh, even AFL would be the same. But like rugby union, like uh, there's some you know it gets uh, it gets fucking pretty wild. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, Mad Mondays we call them. Mad Mondays. That's uh, after a season when the season's done, you go out and uh, when you say different, you mean as in everywhere partying. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, let's yeah, go. Whatever. Let, but let's go note by note because, like, I had these these girls in Sydney, and we were up, you know, late night one night at, at the Crown, just hanging out talking, and they told me about this epidemic of something called a king punch. Is that what it's called? Where where, where people would run up and just hit someone in the back of the head, and people were dying. It was oh, like a the whole, king, like the, yeah. Um, well, I remember that was there was a phase. King hit? A, yeah, king hit. King oh, is that hit. what it yeah, was? Yeah, king yeah. hit. So like, uh, I don't know. Like, um, I mean, it was a phase. Of, I don't know if that was that. Wasn't that around the world? Or was that in Australia? No, man? no, I never even heard of it. Yeah, that. so it people like, just doing it for for a laugh, like going out there. And people, yeah, but, don't but they told die. me they had to shut down all the clubs in Sydney for a while because it was happening so often. It was like a major problem. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, have no, shootings no. here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not we don't have king. Hits. Yeah, yeah. Now you're you're right. I do remember there was a bit of a, a phase where that was happening as well. It but was uh, pretty just, bad. Like uh, the. Yeah, a couple of Aussies drinking. There's usually a couple of couple of fights. But people, I remember there was a phase that, that you're talking about where people were just doing that, just like, a, I don't know, it was like a, oh, yeah, let's go do, like, it was like a trend at one stage. Right. So which was I, fucking, obviously. When I was horrible. in, when I was in uh, middle school, the boys would go around uh, giving each other neck, it's called. So not a king hit, but they would slap the back of your neck hard. Sorry. You and your friends used to run around and give each other. Don't neck. make it a thing. Don't make it a thing. It's not like that. It's fine. It's not like that. It's fine. It's. I'm just saying. Like there was. Fuck you, bro. Listen, listen. There was also a time. Gentlemen my age, 28 years old, may remember this, where 
these young men would run around the school and give each other what's called dead legs. They would they'd run up to you and just knee you in the side yeah, of like the leg. Right? Real Charlie. Like, like a like real Charlie. Yeah, yeah, and at the time it was like a fun thing. But I remember thinking like this is probably assault. <laughs> and and now, now I, I realize that that's more true than ever. And I was small, so I often got bullied. Did you ever have a bully experience? Like where you oh, had to yeah, stand up for yourself? Diff- there was definitely uh I've always, man, I, I come pretty much out the womb looking like this. I fucking looked about 40 years old as, no. a, as a kid, like a, like literally. So I, I, that's why I used to get into, a, you know, fights uh, even when I was younger. You know, again, nothing I'm proud of, but it would happen. But because uh, I looked uh, probably a lot older, like even I was like this tall and everything. I just stopped growing when I was uh, five, you know, or something. <laughs> so uh, literally, so I always looked older and things like that. So I always have the Is that older why people, guys. they were like, he looks older, let's get him. Oh, like, yeah, it'll just be like, you know, your friends being silly, drunk, and that, and then like, I look like I was one of the older guys, and then pe- they would want to come and and just uh, point me out, or just sometimes <laughs> I swear I just always got pointed out. But uh, yeah, so it would uh, not end well for them usually. But uh, did oh, did you win those fights? Like, what's your street fight yeah, record? It's not not too bad to be honest. I mean, it's not something <laughs> I'm proud of though, right? But I mean, it's uh, yeah. I used to I was known for a bit of for blueing back in the day. That's what we call blueing. Yeah, what what blueing. Blueing. What does it mean? It means like blueing, punching on. I was known for punching on, <laughs> blueing. Yeah. And you didn't have to. As w- in fighting, yeah. You didn't have to rely on judge scores at that point. Like yeah, you were, exactly. Well, a- yeah, come down to, yeah, usually, no, not king hits though. It wasn't king hits, but, you know, if you land one good one, usually that, that, that'll be enough. I, I need to I need <laughs> to say this really quick. We started talking about Australia and I brought up the most random thing. Like, fuck the king hits, dude. I, can we talk about this? <laughs> like, like, that was the worst thing I... What a great country. I've raved about it on the show, <laughs> on my show, like a dozen times since I went there. The food, mm-hmm. the women, uh, 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 the, the beaches and Gold Coast, the city life in Melbourne. I mean, I experienced, I was in every city of, mm-hmm. of your, you know, every main city of your beautiful country. What is what is the great? What is your favorite thing about Australia? Like, what would you tell people who are watching this right now that that never thought of Australia as a place they'd want to visit? Man, uh, what you said, like uh, the beaches, everything. It's got it's got everything there. Everything. I, I just love the yeah. You know, I, I mean, every a lot of countries got beaches, right? But man, what I love about, especially where I live, is like every kilometer or mile you could say is just like a new beach a new beautiful beach with uh, reefs and uh you know everyone surfing and, and things i've always uh loved that so i've always uh, grew up near the beach and you know played rugby league and so i don't know i think it's just more more that like they're them uh, them beachy vibes again a lot of countries have that but i mean i think it's just sort of uh that and maybe the the people they the people can be Pretty friendly, pretty wild. So you get a bit of everything. I'm sure you've met, you would have met like some wild, you know, especially playing football. We're going to sort of touch on that a little bit. I was like, I was talking about the Mad Mondays, but I don't know how, uh, you know, how much information you want on that one, you know what I mean? So you want all of it. <laughs> but like I said, you know, that's. I'm out of the Mondays, man. Well, that's a, uh, well, like, you know, got the shoeys and all that as well, yeah, right? You know, like shoeys. that's. That's stuff that you want. Yeah, that people on TV can see that. There's a lot of stuff that you don't want on TV as well, right? <laughs> but it gets uh, gets it gets pretty wild at the, the the Mad Mondays we call them. That's what I was talking about when I said Mad Mondays. After a be uh, full whole footy season, uh, you know, you finish up and then you just go nuts on like a you know two three day bender and it's just is that, it's wild. Is that where Footy Volk comes? We were told to ask from? about Footy Volk. Yeah, well, yeah, like, who who told you that or someone? Yeah, yeah, footy, yeah, footy volk. Well, that's that's what it is. So I start getting you know a couple of drinks, I get a bit rowdy. I was like, well, fucking footy volk's coming out, you know what I mean? So I'm obviously a pretty 
pretty pretty chill dude, you know what I mean? Right. Fair family man, chill dude, but get a couple of drinks, it's like, uh, that's it. Fucking all down here. I need to see that. I was just thinking about <laughs> I need to see that. I was just thinking about I was going out to the casino tonight, me, you, Izzy, Volk. Volk starts, Volk starts having a couple shoeies, and all yeah, of a sudden dude. he turns into footy Volk. I need to see that. We thought, we thought for a second it was foodie Volk. Foodie Volk. Like you're like, Foodie Volk. Foodie Volk. But it could be Foodie Volk. Too. Foodie Volk. Yeah, yeah. I, love food. I have a foodie. Yeah, I have a cooking channel and that. Yeah, yeah. I love my food. Tomahawk steaks. Tomahawk steaks. Yeah, I love, I love my steaks. I love a grill. I love cooking on a grill. That's my thing. I got a grill. Yeah. Are we supposed to be cooking tonight? I think we are. Right. I mean, what, what, what grill you got? You got cold? Like you got a. It's a good grill. It's. Yeah? it's Gas cooker, we're cooking over fire. Now nah, you're getting all complicated. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gas. it's gas. Is everything in Australia trying to kill you? Mate, there's a lot of things that will fuck you up. That's, that's Sharks, sure. ruse, mate, spiders. Mate, even shit like, yeah, you get the, even some of the jellyfishes, the, the like jellyfish. octopuses, they're, they're like some of the most, all the deadliest things in the world are living in the fucking show. women. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, 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 watch out for them too, you know? <laughs> but it, but isn't it true? Like what? Like like 95% of the country is still uninhabited, right? Like the major, like the majority of the... On the outskirts, yeah, for sure. Like the outskirts of, are all... No, like the coasts are inhabited. But yeah. as you as you move towards the center of the country, it's all what the great outback. Yeah, the outback in that. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong, especially... Because I, I, I do a bit of camping and hunting and things like that, so... I, I go out, out back all the time. So, yeah, the, you'll see yeah, shit that'll like want to kill. Well, I haven't been up north where the crocodiles are. That's one thing that I'm actually fucking scared Another of. Another thing. So, like, snakes and all that. Like, I'll see deadly snakes, snakes that'll like can kill you and that, like, you know, some of the deadliest snakes. I've seen plenty of those. Um, I'll be all right around them, but a, a crocodile, because you can't see them. And, like, they'll, like, they'll sit in a fucking little pond that um, barely fits them in, like this deep of water. You wouldn't even know they're there. And you're just sitting there, like, you know, once your feet out. <laughs> I think we need to Big stop. Soldiers. I think we need to stop this because I think that people feel like this is a proper representation of all of Australia. Exactly. I'm talking I, like like I see these people online and they're like, no, 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 I'm never going there. Uh, and, <laughs> and here I am fucking going. Here yeah. I am just playing on <laughs> yeah, with it. We're just perpetuating it even yeah. further. It's not the case. There's well, beautiful. you're right. You're right. Like it's a, obviously you can go to sports like all right. Don't go to fucking northern. Uh, you know, uh, go up north where the crocodiles are. I'm being serious. Don't go fucking there because the crocodiles are salties and that. They're like, oh, they're in the beaches there and that, and and they will fuck you up. But the, uh, the you know, the snakes and that. Yeah, there's a lot of deadly shit, but they're usually trying to avoid you. I felt like the guy that I was grappling with today was kind of like a crocodile. Yeah, he'll fucking yeah, he'll uh, alligator roll you fucking. No, that guy was doing some funky shit. That's yeah, that shit. Like yeah, this, and he he gets joy out of it. Gets joy out of just hurting people. What a, what <laughs> a sicko. Jones. What a sicko. He, he was taking it easy on me. He hurt me. <laughs> it's just funny. You're in a position, you're like, oh, yeah, I am all right. And next minute, you're like, can't breathe. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. You know? <laughs> Which, like, what the fuck? I, mean, I remember you got up like, what the fuck no, was that? I, I had no idea how. <laughs> I thought I was good. And all of a sudden, I can't breathe. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? How, how when you can't breathe and you're in the middle of an mm -hmm. octagon and there's twenty to 30,000 people watching, how do you push past that mentally? Like, for example, when Brian Ortega was choking mm -hmm. you, like, what's going through your head? Is it just pure survival instinct? Uh, yeah. And because obviously tapping was just never a, an option. For Is that me. true? Yeah, never an option. Like, I wasn't looking like, oh, no, I'll just, 
So this is there's layers to it. So I'll get, I'll get let's get in the layers. Let's get into it. <laughs> so I was uh, I'm in the triangle. Mind you, I've been in these positions with guys with guys like Craig, and I was getting them to get me in the deepest guillotines and like just so I can, you know, late we call them late stage. So not in a position where you can start to get out, like you're already there, you're like can't breathe already. Yeah. Any more a few more seconds you're going to sleep. So you have to address it straight away, otherwise you're going to sleep. You gotta address so, it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so I, I put myself in these positions a lot. And no one got me as tight as fucking Brian did. Not even when I would let them. That's how fucking deep he got it. So yeah. credit to him. I was like, how the <laughs> fuck did you do it that quickly as yeah. well? I couldn't believe how quickly he did it. So then it, we get there and then I, I realize I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm in the, oh, I'm in the <laughs> choke. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, doing what I needed to do, pushing on his hips. He done a technique. I won't get into the technique, but he done things uh, beautifully. So I was trying to, you know, change the mechanics of it to give me the oxygen and it wasn't working. So I was doing what I needed to do, which most people probably wouldn't have even done that or knew to do that. I was doing that and it wasn't fucking working. <laughs> and then I'm just like, well, I'm going to keep fucking trying, right? Like, <laughs> so I just kept fucking trying. I was like sitting there thinking, and then the lights started dimming. So I literally the lights were dimming. Uh, and like, you know, it was like a, like a movie, honestly. Yeah. It was like dimming. And I was even at one stage thinking like, there's no fucking way. You know what I mean? There's no way he's taking this belt away from my family. It was like a, that type of moment. I'm like, fuck that. So I'll just like keep going. So it was never an option. It was either his arms are going to gas out or I, or I die. Like literally, that's uh, that's sort of where that's where that's where we were at at that stage. So again, so imagine being in there. You're in a position. You're doing what you think you will work. It's not working. It's getting deeper and deeper. You're about to go out, and then I was just like, "Oh well, I'm just gonna keep doing what's not working anyway." Hopefully he fucking gasses out. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, like obviously it was just a problem solving sort of moment. That's just how I guess I'm. I am like, you know, in them situations, there was never any other options. Like, you know, what do I do next? Like, you know, just problem solving. Uh, but the thing is the problem solving I was doing was still not working, but it was, I was still going to just, all right, well, I'll just be stubborn with this shit and keep, keep doing <laughs> I'll be it. Stubborn. I think and that's then, what he called you afterwards. Too. Yeah. 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 Stub yeah. Stubborn little bastard or something, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is how it was, man. And then it, it was there and I was like, oh, and then I just felt him getting that little bit weaker. He obviously started gassing. So, uh, and then the light started coming back and, and then we got out. And then I just remember straight away, yeah, most people be like, oh, fuck, give me a second. I'm like, I'm going to get up and punch you in the fucking head. So That's hard. what I love about yeah, your style. So I was already before I was even out of it. So the lights were still coming back to me. And then I'm already thinking, he's gassing. Because I could feel, obviously, he was gassing. I started getting oxygen back. And then, uh, and then I'm like, oh, he's gassing, he's gassing. Fucking get on top of him and fucking punch his head through the canvas. I think, I think that's what separates you from a lot of uh, fighters is that when you would think that you're compromised, mm -hmm. you go harder. Yeah. And it sort of dissuades people, I think, from trying to hit you, right? Because mm -hmm. if they hit you with one punch, if they hit you with three punches, you're going to hit them with five. And yeah. they're all going to be fucking rock solid. So what I was saying with, uh, with that exact, so I just explained uh, that, that to you. Mm. That's... If I had to describe like who I was and like why I am, that that's what I mean. Like that 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 there. But that's the same guy that turns up in the gym every day as well, yeah. right? So that's a guy that will, you know, in in the gym and just never never give up. You know, in some of the workouts that we do, and I'm always gonna you know keep keep going. I get guys that are twice the size of me, and uh, obviously some of the best jujitsu guys in the world put in positions, and I work there. Like you know, I'm uh, you know again be comfortable and uncomfortable. Where a lot of people say they do that. I was uh, explaining who was, I, who was I talking to. I forget who I was talking to. And I was, say if you bring a jujitsu practitioner, that's a very good. A lot of people were like, oh, I work with him because this guy, the guy I'm fighting is a really good uh, jujitsu guy. 
But they'll try and avoid the problem in a sense where I'm going to keep it standing and jab him at long range. And so now I'm not really taking advantage of that guy's jujitsu. Where I will go to this guy that's going to fuck me up even if I try, but I'm going to, yeah, all right, I want you to give me the deepest guillotine you can. I'm going to try and get the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I'll put myself uh, where they're strong, where they're strong. And uh, then, because again, at the end of the day, the problem is uh, the guy I'm fighting, right? In the, in the octagon. So if I put myself in these uh, shitty positions now, you know, that's really problem solving because I'm going to solve that problem in the octagon. Not problem solved now. I can avoid getting tapped out right now, but I'm avoiding the real problem, if that makes sense. You got, does you that, got does it, that you make got sense? Throw yourself through hell in the, yeah, in the exactly practice. right. So there's going to be, all right, this guy's really good here. Mm. All right, I just won't even let him get me there. You know, this guy, I won't let him get me there, but I'm, I'm avoiding the problem. What if he does get me there? Yeah. We're going to fucking work there. Sure. It's going to be fucking shit. I'm going to be <laughs> struggling to breathe fucking for the whole session, but it's all good. Like, you know, so I'll, I'll always do, I've always done that. No matter where I am, I could be on the bottom with guys twice the size of me. I'm going to fight till that round's over to, to get the fuck up. And that's just how I've always been. Maybe even when I played rugby league and that. And uh, again, that's a, that's a guy that turns up in the gym. And over time, cause I've, I'm not some special athlete, you know, a lot of people probably say I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an athlete. I don't think I'll, I don't think you, you would say that. I, f I feel like it's through that sort of a mindset that I have, a mentality and all that. It's grown me into who I am now. that is special. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's yeah. So, special part. Yeah, right? so you, you'll see guys that are way more explosive than me. And, you know, a lot of people think I'm reasonably explosive, but I feel like that was through, through hard work to get me there, through pushing myself and pushing the boundaries and, you know, pushing them limits, challenging myself uh, to make me uh, who I am today. Because I wasn't born. You know, some people are going to be born – with uh, some you know flashy shit and you know they're going to be good there. I don't think I was. I think it was that mindset, mentality, and you know that hard work, and just being a stubborn. <laughs> excuse my French. <laughs> being a stubborn, yeah, it's being stubborn, all that, and it ended up getting in. Are we allowed to say we allowed to yeah, say yeah, French? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I said it four times. Yeah, yeah. I said the C word. No, yeah. I, yeah. I, oh, you did. Oh, yeah. good, good. You, you Wait, did. so what? So what situation? That's what I love about Australia. There's another thing I love Australia. Um, uh, <laughs> You can say that word uh, a lot, and it's, it's honestly you. You probably heard about it, right? Of course. So, you, like, uh, if you, uh, I know the whole rating system. Okay. I know all about it. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, Who, who's top, who's so the who's so, the man? Who's the man? Uh, good or sick? Sick and good are are are, like, are probably the highest, right? Sick, sick. So like a sick. Right? Yep, yep, like yep, it. yep. So in Australia, I wouldn't mind. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here I'm like, oh no way, you know, people might. Yeah. It's probably getting like bleeped on this. It's one, it's one time on YouTube, and the whole episode's demonetized. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so we'll figure it out. You know what we're saying anyway. So sick, sick. is like, <laughs> yep. he's the man. You know what I mean? Like that's. <laughs> yep. He's like a yeah. Or is it sick? Yeah, or it can be. Yeah, it no, can but be that for, too. But we because that's. I mean, if someone goes, oh, yeah, he's a sick, you're going to be like, oh, he must be a good dude, man. And, and, and then, there's two and negatives, then good, right? Like, it's pretty, and then good, right? So After negative. like, good was cool. And then I know the worst as well. The worst thing, the one thing you don't want to be is a dog. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, that's yeah, like, that's yeah, like, yeah. like bad, really bad, yeah. right? What is it? Putrid. Putrid? Putrid. You guys use that type of <laughs> word? That's yeah, crazy. Putrid, yeah, yeah no, I studied, dude, listen, I'm not messing around. I go to a lot of places and I try to pick up little things on the culture and how they act and what they do. I was dialed in for Aussie, dude. I wanted to make sure I was, I was really locked in because I had the partnership with Culture Kings and I was doing this mm -hmm. thing and that thing and I really wanted to get it right. So I was, I was studying it. And I even tried to get it out on the YouTube video and it got demonetized. Demonetized. All right, yeah. yeah. They're like, you can't. Yeah, it's if you're not in Australia, it's a tough word to just float by. Yeah, like, like I said, it's like just especially in football, rugby league, and that. Like, yeah, that, you know. come on. Uh, huh? Oh, oh yeah. 
Where he, where he uses it, yeah. So he's like an American, like yeah, obviously uh, my wrestling coach, I don't know if you know Frank Kinkman, but he'll come in, he'll say it and like uh, he tries to take it all back, back, you know, back home in America and they're like, it doesn't oh, work. And we had to ask too, like, we're like, hey, are we like, are we allowed to call the girls that? And they're like, no, I'm done, I'm done, yeah, yeah, I'm done, no, 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 girls yeah, that. It's between the boys. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but I got, I got the full, the full training session. I did, uh, Michaela Testa made me uh, uh, Vegemite toast. Uh, put way too much. On. Okay, see. So 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 they 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 fucked up. I had a bad experience, and then last week uh, a, a, a proper Aussie came over to the U.S. <laughs> and he made me a real thin one to, to a layer butter, where it was obviously. a butter to a layer that was almost you couldn't even see the Vegemite on it. It was just a tiny little layer. Delicious. Wow, see? really? Thank Delicious. You. Oh. It was. It changed the entire experience. So I had the Vegemite. I had the Tim Tams, and I hit up your your number one national landmark, basically the president of Australia, uh, Angela White, and she told me that I need to do a Tim Tam slam, and I did that. And and dude, like you guys got a bunch of great stuff. Yeah, there. it's just a cool ass place, and I really want to go go back. And I love Ool, the airport at Gold Coast. It's I just love it. It's funny you said before, like you know, we'll sit there and like with the animals and all, everything's gonna fuck you up, right? Like you know, <laughs> we, we play along with it. Same with the Vegemite, fucking every, every time I see it on TV, I want people to understand like it's fucking actually good. But they'll go there and they'll just cake the Vegemite nah, on. Uh. They cake it on. Like you, I can't eat. Like, I love Vegemite. Like there's no way I'll do that. But I, I sit there and like, so again, like it's everyone's just sort of playing the, you know, like like that. But like obviously Australia's uh, Australia's great. I love it. Um, it's got yeah. But I mean, there is a lot of dangerous stuff. As I said, don't go up north, including you, including but, you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. But <laughs> I mean, like, you, you'll be all right. You can you can walk through the, the bushes. You ain't gonna die every time. And and once again, one out of and, ten maybe, not every time. I'll take those odds. And the <laughs> and, and the and the women. Just one just one more time. They 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 are. I think their mentality is in line with a an American man. So like their their sexual desires <laughs> and prowess are about in line with a with an American man. Like they have no problem just like being like. You want to go to the bathroom like easy, yeah. easy, bro. It's so like, because they're pretty, they're pretty chill like that as well. Like you know, have the Aussies can be, you know, you you go out really drinking with them, and they're like, oh, they're pretty, you know, they're gonna be pretty full on uh, all around the world. I'm sure everyone's has had an Aussie experience with uh, sure. yeah, loud Aussies <laughs> get coming in and uh, yeah, like footy bulk too, right? But um, <laughs> but that's we what I mean. That's it. But then uh, that's uh, even the the girls can get get a bit like that. You know, they're pretty like you know they'll have a couple of drinks and then they're like uh, firing up as well and. Uh, whether that's how a lot of girls are in a lot of uh, countries, I don't know. Now all the Aussie girls are going to be like, you're fucking making us look bad. No, it, it's well, a good thing. It's part of the reason, you know, Mike Mike liked the country. It's part yeah, of it. So much, part you know? of it. The, the easier, the better for Mikey. <laughs> uh, so what was in Australia? What was it? Was the, the women? This, the hot burgers? The, you were talking he about the food. food. He the loved the food. food. The food in general. And 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 the people are just really cool there. People it's are just great. a the really cool place. Did great. you end up yeah. doing a shoey? Did you do it? You did a shoey of a prime, didn't you? It was... So who should Bam 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 told yeah. me he said he said listen I I'll, I'll do your prime shoey but let's be honest like it's a new shoe and it's prime not alcohol so like we didn't really do a shoey okay, is yeah. this supposed to be with like a disgusting putrid like boot with beer <laughs> in it well that well that's the thing right like uh, in Australia a lot of times when you're on the on the piss you know footy Volk or footy the boys yeah. are footy rugby mad, mad Monday everyone wants to top each other. So it's gonna get like you know Let's start see, off with a shoey, nice clean one. Then someone's looking for the most dirtiest one. I then, did it. Then they're spitting in it. Uh, then they're getting other people to spit in it. 
Well, yeah. I did a really. I did a really oh, you know, you know what? <laughs> Someone's jerking in here. Yeah, like, like, yo, it's gotta be line, like, guys. I've seen a fucking lot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so like, yeah, no. pissing in it like drink, like oh fucking hell, like a. Have you you would have heard of the bubbler? Uh, I don't know that I want to hear of it, but I'm, you're bubbler. about to tell me. So what do you use? Uh, what do you call water fountains here? Water fountains. Yeah, you know, water, you water fountains. Um. Water fountain. So like you sit there and the, the water comes up, you drink it. Yeah. We call them bubblers. Okay. okay. So uh, when someone's doing the bubbler, it's them pissing in their own mouth. So be a bubbler, right? Water fountain coming up. I got like a, a, I got a, a friend who do, I got a friend who does this. <laughs> I haven't done this, by the way. Yeah. I talk about it. Everyone's like, ah, oh, he's done it for sure. I haven't done it. Steve, shout out Steven from Jeff. FM. Maybe footy ball. He does but it. But no, I'm joking. Yep. He does it. Steven does the bubbler. <laughs> Learned it from his dad. You just sit there with a you know a flaccid penis and you just kind of maybe. Shoot it up. There's been like celebrities getting done doing it. Like I'm filming that. There's I, celebrities like our, in Australia, Kelly, like I just, in Australia, I just sitting there doing bubblers and that. Seen any of that? I, I, I mean, you know, it's probably a good thing that you haven't. Like, uh, I did want a milk. Thinking about giving it hey? a shot. I did want a milk, a shoey of milk at Culture. Okay, Beers. yeah. It's kind of not really cool, right? Like, it's kind of. I mean, gross. that shoe would have been like I don't it know. It was how. an old. It was an old Travis Scott shoe that I'd worn for ages. It even had the like the nasty insoles in it. That's cool. <laughs> and I and I pulled up to the to the store and I did the Tim come out Tam brown like, while you're drinking it. A little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty gross. Yeah. I don't know if that counts or makes you hate me. Listen, I think there's a lot of probably young UFC fighters who are listening to this episode. They listen to the Izzy episode. They're taking notes, and I think I think the biggest note for success that anyone could take, but especially fighters and anyone in any sort of physical occupation is the consistency. Mm -hmm. Like you keep mentioning like the guy that shows up to the gym every day on time, keeps working his ass off. Like you'd be surprised how far you can go in life if you just are relentless mm -hmm. and you show up for yourself repeatedly. Um, the tap or sleep mentality that you described earlier, mm -hmm. is that submission dependent? Like, not that you ever would, because I just don't see this happening, but if you were in, like, an arm bar, does the arm go before you tap? Uh, or, do, or do you Like, in a fight? Yeah, an actual, yeah, an actual fight. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm letting it. I'm, I'm going to get a snap. Yeah, so like, uh, <laughs> Someday crazy. in the future, <laughs> dude, we're going to be watching, and we're just going to be like, he's not going to he's not going to tap like, I mean, I mean, I just don't think it's going to be arm bar. Yeah, I, I just don't are, see him getting caught getting in an arm bar anytime soon? Like, getting arm barred? Well, like a... Mate, uh, I get it. Well, Yoye Rodriguez, he actually, uh, you know, he's he's not bad off his backs, and he's, he's he'll throw up submissions, armbars, and I think was his last one. His last one was a triangle, but uh, he he'll definitely uh, be throwing them up. So I'm putting myself again. I'm I've got that guy that was, uh, you know, as you were saying, was just uh, that he's like magic on the ground. I got him putting me in these uh, deadly positions. But you're right, man. It is all about uh, consistency and 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 things like that. So where were was that where you were going with it? So I'll be honest with you. What happened there was I started saying something, realized I wasn't sure where I was going, and then completely pivoted into a different topic. Okay. And that's what happened. Because Izzy was feeding me whiskey. <laughs> nah, it, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't. It were it, it was I don't even there exist right now. I drank it. Uh <laughs> question everything, bro. Uh, 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 I wanted I wanted to ask, we were talking about this today. Um, I, I basically speaking of the armbar submission is like, uh, so I've been watching UFC for a very long time, which is why like meeting you guys and the partnership with prime UFC was this whole thing is surreal to me and incredibly exciting. Um, but I feel like certain submissions we just don't see as much anymore. Like the, the guillotine in particular arm bars anymore that much, like has MMA evolved in a way where people are just getting too good to be caught in these I don't want to call it rudimentary, but 
Yeah, look, I think so. Like at the the highest level, it can still definitely happen. Like yeah. you're still going to see it here and there. But when you start getting, uh, yeah, especially most of the people in the UFC, that's the thing with with uh, your yeah, MMA. You make a UFC, you are the 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 top guys, right? There's the so you're not you're not going to really see too many of them. You won't see these freakish ones that you might see in the regional yeah. scene. These freakish uh, submissions. But I think, uh, yeah, uh, there's a. Uh, the defense, I think people uh, probably won't put themselves out of position as much. Mm. You're going to get some fighters that, you know, you jump on a guillotine, like you're, that means you are sort of a, like you're accepting being taken down in a sense as well. I so see. you fall into your back. So some people will go to it where I think now people are, you know, want to focus on the takedown defense and all that. They don't want that to be their go-to straight away, uh, which is always, a, I think that's how it is. So mo most people aren't really looking to do that because they can get themselves on the back. If you don't, Get the guillotine, you're on your back and your head punched for the canvas. And uh, that's how people uh, look at it. So I don't feel like at the highest level you'll see people sacrifice themselves to go for it, which some will, as uh, Ortega would. Yoye probably would. He's a, If he's going down, he's going to try and throw something up. As There's only a few fighters that will do it. but And then the defense getting better. That's why you're not seeing it as much. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. And, I mean, especially a guy like you. I'm not saying you don't have a neck, but I just don't see much of a neck. Like you feel like a tough guy to... <laughs> To choke out, like I couldn't. I tried today. I couldn't really get on. I was. That's not like we're, that's not like you were talking shit, kind of. No, thing. I said got <laughs> no you neck. Think that was kind of like no, I got no neck. No, I actually said it to him. But he's like <laughs> getting there. Uh, he's like, I couldn't find it, dude. That's why I was sitting there. God, I don't have a neck. You, you'll probably struggle with. You. Are you gonna Are you gonna uh, beat this motherfucker or what? Yeah, of course, mate. Because like, I'm gonna drop some money on it. I'm always a safe bet. Okay, always a safe bet. That's what. Okay. I, but like, it's. It's, we're going to go back to my mindset and mentality, like how I look at it. See, for me, I'm going to prepare as if, you know, this is the biggest challenge of my life. You know, that's I'm going to turn up, do, do what needs to be done, but I still expect to go out there and uh, kick fucking ass. You know what I mean? So um, people say you're looking forward. I'm looking, I'm planning on fucking going champ champ and doing, uh, you know, having that rematch with Islam. So people can be like, oh, he's looking past you. No, I know he's dangerous. I just know what I'm capable of. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on obviously get running through him and, Moving on. Where's the where's the fight? As in Vegas, International Fight Week, July. 8th. Oh July yeah, 8th. that's a you, fucking you should probably, you should crazy. Go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to go to that. Dana, Dana, you beat <laughs> you 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 closer you, to the cage. You, you, when, you, <laughs> when you when you, you, know, when, you, when, you when you when you have a dream when you, you have a dream I, and you, you you beat Yer, you're gonna beat Islam, you beat all these people. That's right. This is the hypothetical reality that I'm living in. You did it in the sport. What are you gonna do after MMA? After MMA, cooking, chef, chef, Bob, I love that. cooking I with Bob, baby. You know what I mean? The spectrum, you know, the spectrum is like, here. and then the cooking grows. Go, just so just the exact opposite. He's gonna cook. Just man. uh, yeah, go cook, cook. Yeah, yeah. As I said, like, I don't mind cooking. I love cooking. I ain't like I'm some you know crazy chef or anything. I'm not, I'm not that good at it, but I love it. I uh, get to you know travel the world and uh, eat with uh, cool chefs and stuff like that. So I love that. Like I love that uh, that uh, that idea. So it's uh, yeah, I can, you know, you never know. But I don't know if I could do the coaching thing in that. To be honest, that's what I, that's I was wondering. Like, it's a, it's a commitment. So yeah, any, everything sure. I'm gonna gonna do, I'm gonna want to fully commit to. And uh, you know, I don't know. Like you see some of these uh, coaches that uh, have to just run around, like uh, you know, spend you know, sacrifice a lot of time uh, away from their families and and things like that. Just you know, for their for their athletes, I just don't know if I, I could commit to that. So I think a lot of athletes do it post um, their athletic prime because it's what they know. 
Yeah. You know, but if you if you can do other things, if you can exactly right, fucking fall back on some that you know. Yeah, go for it. Like not you know, cooking's not for everyone. Cooking's I guess I found it not for me. Um, and I find this incredibly hypocritical of Mike, but I I cooked a burger for him because uh, he <laughs> opened a burger restaurant called Ten Ten Burger in, in Saudi, and I wanted him to try my like homemade burger that I made with my girlfriend. It's called Love at First Bite. I mean, this love at first bite. Love at first bite. This thing's great, Volk. It's so it is a delicious double cheeseburger smash patty, diced onions, uh, nice soft bun. Like I worked really months perfecting this burger. It sounds it sounds good, but it looks like he wants he's got something. Well, to here's say. well, no. Mike thinks he's got some sort of <laughs> connectedness to the kings of the burger world. And he called my burger like a Burger King burger and rated it a 7.6 out of 10. It's a great rating. It's a good burger. It's not. And here's the problem. <laughs> Cooking isn't for everyone because it's a great burger. I can cook a goddamn good burger. He can't even cook a burger. I don't cook. To save his life. Let me ask, let me ask you a question and, and really yeah, quick. Yeah, he has the audacity well, let me ask you a question. to tell me I have a 7.6. Let me ask you a question. How, how great is Prime? Really, really. I, like, I mean it. Like, rate it. Me? Yeah. I gotta say it's 1010 Prime. Could you make Prime? If you give me 30 minutes, I okay. could make you some you Prime. You can't. You can't fucking make Prime. I could get, I could so get you some so prime. the ability to create something does not directly correlate to your ability to judge and 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 rate something. Okay. It just doesn't. I've eaten hundreds of burgers from some of the greatest burger curators in the fast casual space between Greece, Australia, Mykonos, everywhere on the planet, Dubai, Los Angeles, Miami. How dare you? How dare you question my authority on said topic? I gave you a chance. You underperformed. And that is that is the verdict that you now have to live with. Not me, son. You. And, of course, your girlfriend. Whatever. You have hemorrhoids. It's <laughs> <laughs> just your go-to now, is it? It's got hemorrhoids. I'm going to try and get that burger. Hey, hey, listen, I would love to make you one. It's a good burger. It's a good yeah. burger. We, we did Seven, our, I mean, to we, be we honest, I'm before. like, I'm going to... Seven out. What was that? Seven, seven, seven six. six. You, you're not. That's pretty It's good. at least a nine, two. He reckons he's traveled but, the world. Brother, brother. He reckons he's a burger connoisseur. Brother, you know. Qu quickly. He, he <laughs> I told mean, that's, me that's this. That's pretty good, right? He told me this. He said, it's at least a nine, two. I said to him, I said, the last nine, two I had was a man who had quite literally studied the craft of burgers. He had gotten his buns. He curated them and bought them from a local bakery that day. He went to a local farm and got his exact blend of beef from that farm, oh, a Wagyu blend. He then and actually went, he, he made his own pickles. He made his pickles. <laughs> so how the fuck do you expect when some of your elements are microwaved in your house in Puerto Rico. And not microwaved. The fucking bun was microwaved. It was warmed up in the microwave. AKA microwave. It's a quick way of doing it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I sometimes do a little uh, zap in the microwave for things, you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine you went to I Gibson. Mean, you, I won't put it on camera me doing that, though. Imagine <laughs> you went to Gibson's <laughs> Steakhouse in I Chicago. Messed we messed up, yeah. Yeah, I nuked it. <laughs> and who says that, by the way? <laughs> why did Why did my dad say that growing up? <laughs> Just put it in the microwave, nuke it, nuke it. Yeah, nuke yeah. It. When I say zap, I was like, oh, that's the word I was looking I'm gonna for. start doing that. Now. I was, no, no, I was <laughs> looking for that. I was looking for nuke. Actually, that was the word I was looking for. Was like, <laughs> zap come to my mind. I mean, okay. So, but are we gonna cook tonight? We're gonna cook tonight. All right, we right should. Now, we, we should do that. I think. Hey, I, we should go cook. Yeah, because it's, it's it's getting late. Yeah, it is getting late. I don't want to fuck up your camp. Mm -hmm. Also, Jake invited us to dinner if we want to go. Let's play it by ear. But let's go. 
Let's go cook, bro. Let's do it. Is there anything? Is there anything I missed? Like we're we're obviously extremely excited for your fight, July eighth. Uh, in Vegas, I, I won't be able to make it. He might be able to make it, but I'd love to go to that fight. Get that W, bro. That's it. We're riding for you, brother. I well, appreciate it. Dude. So, wait, this uh, burger, I'm not burger, sorry. This cooking with Volker segment, it's going to be up for you guys as well. So, make sure you tune in to that. Sharp, sharp, <laughs> sharp, sharp, sharp. Oh, oh, and me, and my girl, well, Nina, she's Prime's official mixologist. She can make a mean cocktail mm -hmm. with Prime, so I think she's gonna chef a little something up. All right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, we're collabing. We're gonna have it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, thanks for coming on the podcast. No worries. Brother. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Alexander Volkanovsky, UFC featherweight champion. Watch this fight July eighth. Follow him on all the social medias. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impossible. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace.